Happy Thursday. Before I start the show, I wanted to give you a heads up on a few things. This episode is all over the map. Some guy in Austin and I were both traveling, which is an entire ordeal by itself. But this week is also the perfect storm for me. My second book is due this week. We are moving and packing up this week. And I was out of town this week. So scattered is the best word to describe what's going on here. The most random example is a few times during Becca's Bachelorette recap, which you're about to listen to, I call her Desiree. I blame the unfortunate Ocean's 8 dramatization slash commercial that showcased Desiree, Ashley, eyelashes, Caitlin, and Queen Trista during the episode. Did you not see that? Oh, good. I have a link in the show notes so you can watch it at your own risk. You're welcome. Another scattery thing is that the constant chirping bird is in the background again. You can hear it all through the episode and probably right now if you listen hard enough. It's a devil bird that chirps 24-7 and I'm asking for Jesus to please make it stop. There's also a text message that comes through with a loud bing and I couldn't edit it out. And I have yet another name trip up on the dodgeball date when I call Elroy Elmo. Do you know from the Jetsons? How else am I supposed to describe Becca's tinfoil diaper? It's the only way. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 55 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast, and we are on week two of Bachelorette Becca's Journey to Find Love, which already is very dramatic. We're going to get into that in a minute, but first I want to introduce y'all again to some guy in Austin who is not in Austin. Where are you this week, some guy? Uh, Some guy is in sunny California. I am in uh, Los Angeles. Unfortunately, I've been relegated to staying downtown, which I don't prefer, but it is about 78 degrees and sunny here, so I can't really complain. Are you at the iHeartRadio station talking with Ashley Iconetti and Ben Higgins? Is that why you're in California? Well, I'm just standing out there with a sign that says, I love Ben. (laughs) I hear that Dean, Deanie Babies, is... There a lot, and Nick is there a lot too. Well, when you uh, when you get their whereabouts on Instagram, please let me know so I can go there. Sure, sure, I'll pass that along. Okay, did you you were in California on Monday night? I was in Nebraska on Monday night. We both watched without a DVR. So when's the last time you watched it live? Oh, you know, it's crazy because uh, I compare this to, you know, as you know, and as everyone can uh, ascertain by my moving location, I travel a lot. So I got a lot of big shot perks, you know, at the airport and upgrades and things. Mm -hmm. And I equate watching The Bachelor from start to finish from seven to nine or whatever time it is um, and having to endure commercials with literally going and sitting in a middle seat and flying coach. <laughs> it's like, it's just like there's, you're not doing anything that yes. you haven't done before, but you haven't done it in so long. You almost feel jilted uh, that you're that is to commercials. And so, right. I know I was 
I was trying to find dinner or eating dinner or something and I looked down and it was 6.15 and I hadn't checked into my hotel yet and I thought, well, crap, I've got to leave here, go there, check in because no telling how long that's going to take. And then I'm the paranoid freak who thinks, what if they don't have ABC on their television and it's all, but they did. It was fine. Well, that's good. So yeah, it was, it was definitely a different experience. Um, and I can't say that uh, I appreciate the invention of the DVR any less. It's a, it makes uh, watching mm. any show mm -hmm. uh, much more pleasurable than sitting there and waiting for real time. Is it, it, it is a mighty invention. How did you feel about the, um, the running commercial within the show where <laughs> Ashley and uh, our, I think it was Caitlin. Yes. But it's hard to tell with all the stuff she's done to her face. Right. Um, and then who, uh, it was Desiree uh, and Trista and Trista <laughs> and God bless them for getting dragged back into that. I don't know what kind of contract her and that Ryan guy signed, but <laughs> good Lord, you think they would let him just I, retire by now? I have a theory. Well, let's back up. For those of you who don't know, throughout the entire episode, there were little snippets of those four girls, Caitlin, Ashley, Iconetti. We don't know how she got there because she's not married. And then Desiree and Trista, who were all talking about Ocean's 8, the movie, as if they're the just casually talking version. about it. Yeah, that's the female version of Ocean's 11 or 13 or, or 12, whatever, I think. Yes, 11, yeah. 12, and 13. Yeah, and they're so saying I, they're trying to figure out who of the Ocean's Eight cast they are and what they're going to yeah. do, and it's, it was just miserable. It was disingenuous, and it was so canned; it wasn't convincing. So mm -hmm. I, I was really disappointed in that. But we, but they pulled Desiree out out of nowhere too. I think she yeah, lives in Seattle, but her whole her whole thing is she designs wedding gowns now. So I think there's this oh. whole Met Ball overlap where they were saying, "Oh, Des, you could decide, you can design all of the wardrobe." And Ashley, which one would you be? And oh, Trista. And then they tried to smize the camera. It was all very very unfortunate. Very not a great decision on anyone's part. And I had blocked it out, so thank you for bringing that up. And I will include a link in the show notes so everybody can see that commercial. Um, I have another question before we get into the show. Yeah. Um, do you have any inclination as to how they arrived at Little John? That's mm -hmm, the mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, yes. Uh -huh. DJ during the hammer session of all of the Ari things. Well. This is just a hunch, but remember during Desiree, speaking of Desiree, remember during her season, we had Soldier Boy. Remember? I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Oh my gosh. How could you forget? That's how we get Right Reasons, Right Reasons, because they did a video with Soldier Boy. And so I think my, my thought is Harrison has this entourage of hip hop gangster people. That he just pulls out every once in a while and says, y'all, we got we to gotta roughen up the edges around this joint. We can't have all these indie artists or alt contemporary artists. Let's get some Lil John in there and turn down for what? Turn down for what? Turn down for what? Well, I was, I am actually more encouraged now because Lil John is a lot closer to Pitbull than Dan and Shay. Yeah. So 
Maybe we're moving Dan in the right Plushe. Direction. How many times have we gone over this? Dan okay. Plushe, continue. Um, I, I Well, I'm just encouraged that we're moving in the right musical direction. I, I'm not a big fan of Lil John's work. Mm-hmm. However, um, uh, I, I have been exposed to it more than Dan and Shay, right. for instance. And uh, I'm looking forward to next week's musical guest. Sure. Let's just go ahead and get into this date. I don't care if we don't go out of order. This was actually the middle date, the individual date with Blake. Yes, he got the first one-on-one. How do you feel about Mm -hmm. that? We've we've done this a little bit in the last couple of seasons where the first impression Rose guy does not get the the first one-on-one date. How do you feel about Blake and how do you think he did overall? Um, look, that seemed like a, a weird date to me. Um, for, the, for those of you know, I'm sure everyone's watched the show, but you know, they took them to this shady warehouse where Harrison was sort of lurking outside with a, with a, a, a hammer. Oh my god, he looks so good. Okay, and then little John was was awaiting them with his DJ booth on the inside of a warehouse, uh, and there are various stations sure. of free based memorabilia. Now they had like a yellow beat up old car with Mm -hmm. a license plate that said like re1 or something yes had to put on what blake unfortunately referred to as a onesie Uh which Mm -hmm. those were jumpsuits they were coveralls exactly Mm -hmm. weird um and then they got um welding type of mat not welding type of masks but like uh spatter masks yeah and sledgehammers and they had to destroy the various re related memorabilia while Lil John rapped and blared, turned down yeah. for what? He gave them uh, some backbeat music to inspire them with their crowbars a, and bats and sledgehammers. Right. It was an unusual date, but um, I think Blake did well. He made the most of it. Um, I don't think it was in the least bit humiliating for him. In other words, he didn't have to do anything really foolish you sure. know, to win her heart. So I think overall it went well. He's... He's not one of the better looking guys to me. He looks like Johnny Manziel, mm-hmm. uh, but she really does appear to like him. And clearly he got the first one-on-one. I think he is cute myself. Would I like to go in a warehouse and beat up a bunch of stuff that belonged to my... With your ex-boyfriend's with, name on with it? With my ex-boyfriend's name on it. Would I like to do that? Probably so. What I and and the fact that they had the couch that was drenched in her tears and snot from the day he dumped her was freaking fabulous in my opinion. Yeah. However, I would like for everyone to stop bringing up Ari at every yeah, turn. So, don't you feel like they're overdoing it? Yes, all, absolutely. And even the people who say, "I wish everybody would quit bringing up Ari to you," that's a form of bringing up Ari. One of the funniest parts is. You know, Ari is just sitting at home. <laughs> I mean, every show they've besmirched his image, which they have the rights to use into perpetuity. Sure. Uh, you know, and so they're kind of piling on. I think they need to leave him alone, let him move on as well. My favorite little John yeah. moment was when he turned down for what and turned up the R&B smooth jazz at the very end for them in a little dial it's, that was labeled Bachelor. Bachelor. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, that was interesting. That was um, awesome. Um, yeah, I, I just, again, a little John connection was a little mysterious. But I thought the date worked, and uh, he, he went with it. Becca seemed um, appropriately attired in her coveralls, which she rolled up, and she had a cinch belt. Yeah, she you know, to make it. Her- so great. And at their, at their cocktail party, their little date night, 
they basically, all we learned was, hey, we are very similar. And she gave him the rose. Which makes me wonder if there's a lot more chemistry there and they're having to edit that out. Yeah, you're probably right. I think he's a, he's a front runner, um, and I think he's he seems like a nice guy. That's you know, and and uh, I thought it was a good choice for the date. I thought if if Jordan had gone on, he probably would have had a cinch belt yeah. and rolled <laughs> um, his coveralls as well. I cinched my Pi Fi jersey in 1998 at Baylor University. It was a great look. There was a there was a wall kiss. Did you see the wall there kiss? Was. Yes, there was a wall kiss. Um, I'm, I'm indifferent about that. I know that you're fascinated about that. Allow me to explain. What was wrong with that wall kiss, in my opinion, is I'm sure that Becca knows wall kisses are great. Wall kisses are always great. Let me just claim that right now. <laughs> However, whenever you are leaning up against the wall and you pull the other person to you to kiss you against the wall, that's cheating. Yeah. She was the aggressor. Very much so. Mm -hmm. She kissed a lot of guys this show. She really did. And did, Uh, did, did Blake know what to do once he got there? Of course he did. Would I have accepted that? Of course I would. But I, I like it better whenever the guy initiates it, and it's sort of a surprise, oh, for the girl. And so I'm going to have to say that Ari still did it better. I know. Wouldn't you agree that a wall kiss would be more appropriate, say, after a couple glasses of wine and evening stroll yes. after dinner back to the hotel? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Okay, we're on the same page then. I, I, I hadn't really thought about it. Okay, let's move on. Backing it up to the very first group date – they did mm-hmm. the obstacle course just like uh. Rachel did last year. But first, there was an interesting twist. Becca meets them all in this white shift silky dress and then brings them all into a room and pretends to not look and be embarrassed by asking them to all strip down and put on tuxedos. Thoughts about all of that? Because most are thinking, oh, we're going somewhere formal. They have no idea they're about to go get messy and dirty in an obstacle course. So Jordan naturally was pretty excited about this because he could walk and strut his runway, just Uh put on that confidence and go for it. So what were your thoughts? It was ridiculous. Um, I didn't see the point of it, but I also thought some of those obstacles looked fairly dangerous. (laughs) I thought the Lincoln, when he was going across, when they had it greased up the plastic steps or whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you're in danger of blowing out a knee. Sure. And um, I thought that the them accusing him of cheating was a little little stupid. Oh, because heck no, it was not. He cheated twice. He did cheat. Yes, he did. Even if he uh, didn't cheat the first time, he definitely cheated the second time. It's on camera. He didn't he, cheat. Yes, he did. He jumped out. He. They all got to the ice tub at the exact same time. And he, they flipped over their little sand hourglasses. And I don't know, 10 seconds before everybody else, Lincoln is hopping out of his tub because his glass is poured out. But it's also on its side. Now, let's just say that his hourglass was faulty and didn't have much sand in it as the other ones. We'll give him that. So he crawls up the thing where he could blow out a knee. He goes under something to get all muddy. And then... At the very, very end, there's a wedding cake where you have to find a ring and you cannot use your hands. And he just used his hands the entire time. Cheater. Mm -hmm. He won and got a picture of himself with Desiree at the altar. 
which was later thrown up, <laughs> thrown out the window. Right. Connor <laughs> decides whenever Lincoln just sets it up right on top of the rose and everybody, dude, man, we don't want to see that. And there were about four or five of them who admitted that. Then Connor tosses it on the ground and Lincoln picks it back up, but he lays it down on the table. He doesn't set it up in its, you know, picture form. He sets it down on the table and Connor picks it up again and chucks it out into the swimming pool. And I thought, what are you, I mean, was that worth it, dude? Whatever. So the next thing you know, Lincoln is going to Becca saying that Connor is aggressive. Lincoln is about, oh, I don't know. I'd say he's 6'3 or 6'4". About 250 pounds with uh, 0% body yep, fat. Yep. Um, but he cries. Yeah. He cries out the, the picture that Connor threw out the window. I thought that was a uh, – Becca seemed pretty mad about yeah, it too. Yeah, she should – yeah, she should she have been. Cool. I think that the, that obviously Lincoln kind of served it up to her and, and on a silver platter and said, hey, I'm going to need a new picture. And of course she's going, wait, why? What? Ha- why? And he said, oh, Connor destroyed mine. Just like it was, it's just a fact. Connor destroyed, what do you mean? Well, I'm not really sure. But I mean, I guess it was jealousy because I won. I, I don't know. Hey, but it was a very time, aggressive move. The, the next time that, that um, you and I see each other, mm-hmm. uh, would it be possible for you to give me a frame picture commemorating the meeting between us? Of course. I will do that, okay. definitely. And I will probably have some sort of diary, uh-huh. write maybe some notes about you, and then read it to you after that. Can you write me a poem? Um, sure. Can you get Lil John to come and m- have a soundtrack for me as I read the poem? Did I ever tell you about the, the poem that I wrote for Mrs. Some Guy? I think I read about it on your website. No, no, no. no. Oh. That, it's different. Oh, it was um, a different poem. Okay. Different. Proceed. Um, well, I was actually, I take it back. It wasn't, I didn't write a poem, but I, I had this, this card for her. Um, it was, I think it was Valentine's day or maybe her birthday. And my comment on it was, um, I set out to write you a poem, but I couldn't find, I couldn't think of any word that rhymed with finger on the beeper button look out oh man the uh so now to your point i think you know, connor acted like a child yes, lincoln cried about it. it was ridiculous yes he did who, you, who who is standing out to you because i gotta tell you none of these guys are doing it for me i have answers that have reasoning behind them i don't have anybody other than blake maybe who is just yes blake and there's no sort of disclaimer with him i think she really really likes colton and i think he's going to get a pass next week have you figured have you have you come to terms with colton yet you're pretty you're pretty adamant about what a fraud he was yeah something wasn't sitting right and i was i'm wondering if this secret is what i was vibing on his virginity? No, the fact that he dated Tia. Oh, yeah, how do you feel about that? That's not a big deal, right? I mean, how can you blame somebody for anything that happened in your relationship or in a relationship before you started officially seeing them? Which is why I think he gets the pass. 
I think, first of all, he did a phenomenal job of telling her, hey, I need to let you know. I dated Tia back in January. It was a great weekend, but the flame or the spark didn't progress to a flame. I just needed you to know that. And he he just sets it there, right there for her to respond to and process. And she does. And she says, I'm going to need some time. And he says, absolutely. So he doesn't doesn't defend himself to her. But then the next time they talk at the rose ceremony, he adds a layer of, it was just a weekend. So he technically didn't date her, in my opinion, if it was just a weekend. So he just wanted her, I guess, before anything happened or she heard anything or producers whispered in her ear he was trying to get out in front of it but of course next week tia is there <laughs> that's convenient right isn't that just what coincidence? the craziest <laughs> thing how did that happen omg that's why i think colton is going to go far i also think that lincoln goes far but some he's the villain so something will happen with him of course that'll make her cry Um, And I think that Garrett will probably go far, but I do not think that she, I do not think he's the last one standing. And the reason why is I'm just pulling clues from what all went down. So he had some, he didn't tweet the stuff. He liked the stuff or shared the stuff that's been in the forefront um, right after ABC cancels Roseanne. So this is all happening at the same time. So everybody's saying, Ooh, I wonder what they're going to do to Garrett. And then all of a sudden Becca comes out with a statement saying, you know, he's a really great guy and try not to judge him for what he did in the past, but I know he's sorry, la 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 la, which makes me think there's no way she picked him. Otherwise, there would have been a much bigger ordeal of an apology to preempt what's about to happen. And also, he was in the episode maybe two minutes total this past week. And so I wonder if they are editing him out. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, that's that's freaking poison these days to have anyone around like that. I, I haven't really... As you know, I don't really pay attention to any spoilers or stories or anything. So I've only seen, I saw one, there was like a Bruce Jenner door yeah. and a Caitlyn Jenner door on bathroom or something yeah. in some bar. And he liked it. Yeah. Um, and that makes him transphobic or something. So, you know, look, I don't know if she picks him. They're obviously going to have to deal with that. But I think that would have been something that obviously would have been found in his show vetting, don't you think? Well, and that's the whole thing. Supposedly, um, a former contestant from way back in the day is the one who dug all this up, and she posted it all on social media saying, you'd think ABC would do a better job vetting their contestants. Yeah. Um, because well, after Lee, the all of that with Lee and... I don't know. It's just it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see, but I think he'll I think he's up there Lincoln, Blake and Colton right now are are my top 4 if I had to guess. Okay. Set it up for everybody. What was date number 3? Date date 3 was dodgeball. That's right. And I thought that Leo um impressed me less than he had the week before. Really? I, I he just seems like he's too good to be there or something mm-hmm. like he's Eric. So I went to one of the, have you ever been to one of those places, those trampoline places? Yes, but I've never played dodgeball while jumping. So I went with my, I have three nephews. My brother has three boys and we went and, um, I don't know when the last time that you were on a trampoline <laughs> was. Yesterday. Um, 
it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot different yeah. than when I was 16 years old mm-hmm. um I was in pain <laughs> for like a week and a half just and everything I, hurts doesn't it just yes, I, like my, my hips I felt like a freaking Labrador <laughs> I mean it was just like I thought something was wrong and yeah so for, for anyone you know, of our age group, I wouldn't recommend playing dodgeball with sixteen-year-olds uh, on a trampoline anytime soon. Um, I had never hard. seen dodgeball on a trampoline. No, there's they have them all over in Austin. They've got uh, several of those places, and they're fun. It's fun to bring the kids to and just watch them go nuts. Burn but, off that um, energy, yeah. Uh, but it's not an adult thing. Uh, every athletic injury I ever had, like, came back. Oh, know? I'm like, sure. It was, very and you're thinking, how can my elbow feel this bad? What did I do to my elbow? I feel the same way. The first time I get up on the wakeboard, you know, every summer or whatever, and I just like, I'm, you know, I need to just stick to driving the boat. I did uh, burpees about two weeks ago. Which, yeah, how are you feeling? Which is the devil's exercise. Mm-hmm. I am just now recovering. Yeah. Ask me how many burpees I did. Um, well, listen, I, I would rather, I would rather leave that to the imagination, but I'm going to say a hundred. <laughs> five. <laughs> five. I hurt so bad after five burpees and I only did five burpees because my niece said, do burpees with me. Look, that- this is how you do it. And I was like, well, yeah, I know how to do it. And I had to show off. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Lincoln does burpees? I bet Lincoln does burpees. He's got a great body. You know who else had a good body that I was like, wait a minute, but it was in that TMZ um, link that you sent me, Nick. Yeah, he's in great shape. And Connor's not too bad either. Um, Yeah, all those guys are in really great shape. I think uh, more so than than any other season. I wonder if Becca had any input into that. Do you think that's her thumbing your nose at Ari, Mr. Fancy Pants? Probably so. Is Crystal still famous? Which one's Crystal? See, I guess you answered the question. The one with the baby voice that called Ari Mr. Fancy Pants. Remember? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, listen, once the 15 minutes are up, they're up. I mean, I don't know how I remembered her name and the fact that she You just remember grew up. everyone's name and it's aggravating yeah. to me how you, what you pull from your brain. Do you remember at the beginning of that date they all come running out of the mansion and they get on a school bus? Yeah. And how um, excited they were? Out- <laughs> yeah, some of those out Yeah, I mean it, it was um, How many times you have you in- been excited to get on a school bus? <laughs> Never. But do you remember do you remember in Greece at the carnival when they sing Shamalama, whatever yeah, it is? We go together. Zippity. Yeah, uh, that that scene reminded me of that when they all kind of run out of and the so excited the carnival. Yeah, it was a little weird. I what did you think about the pink dodgeball uniforms? I liked them. I like the hot pink. I would prefer that over the fluorescent green. But what I did find yes. odd was Becca's silver shorts. Thank you. I was going to bring those up. Those were, um, I didn't think they were very flattering, number no. one. Um, and I thought she might end up with a yeast infection. Um, no, that's because- from the red romper later on. <laughs> <laughs> that was They're both plunging cut- and upper butt. I'm not sure the They're mechanics behind that. Uh, Caitlin and Ashley Iconetti talking about the benefits of um, uh 
Gynalotrimin. <laughs> See, how do you pull that, that from sounds, your brain? When was the last time you dated 28 men? You don't have time for a yeast infection. <laughs> <laughs> we choose Gynalotrimin, the yeast infection medicine for bachelorette contestants. <laughs> You'll Hashtag find one million. in your swag bag with your ubiquitous scarf, your mountain climbing boots, your Lululemon <laughs> pants. You're welcome. <laughs> and, yeah, and birth control. <laughs> okay, yeah, so this is something that you probably don't know. Whenever you go to a, a wedding shower, sometimes you have to play games. And one of them is taking a roll of toilet paper and making a wedding dress out of it. Now, what I believe happened in Becca's situation is they took tinfoil and made a diaper out of it because it was horrific. Uh, <laughs> I thought it looked more like um, like very something you'd see on the Jetsons. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. It, that's what I said in my in my recap on my website. I said it looked like something you get from the naughty section of Party City for a, a naughty astronaut. <laughs> you just do you think, here come do you think Elmo. Jordan, do you Dolphin think that Jordan will borrow those? Yeah, definitely. Jordan made a pair of tin foil diaper of his own. He was pretty special last night in all the ways. All yeah. all the ways. Was it me or did he have childbearing hips? <laughs> That was funny the second time around, too. Because <laughs> you called me Monday night and said, does he have childbearing hips? I was like, who? He? What? And you said, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? How were you not distracted by his Gucci slip-ons that he was wearing with nothing else on? They weren't like, like um, they weren't briefs. No. And they weren't. Like the boxer briefs. No. It was kind of a weird underwear hybrid. Um, and they were like maroon. And I don't know if it was the way they were cut, but he, he kind of looked like Taylor Swift from the waist down. <laughs> you know those bathing suits that she tries to make popular? Uh -huh. You know, and they, they, Yeah. That's what he looked kind like. Kind of a modest, a modest version. Well, okay. Um, um, he... I didn't understand the jacket right. over the shoulder. Um with with the Gucci shoes and the underwear and the underwear um, is just a is in the in the perfectly coiffed hair and he moves on over to the fireplace area we're in the we're in the cocktail party before the rose ceremony at this point mm -hmm. and he moves over there and he interrupts who the chicken he literally I still <laughs> That joke works on so many levels. No, let me tell you. Let me give you some. Let me give you some guy insight here onto this. Oh now, yes, I love guy insight. Go. If, if you're the chicken guy and you're talking to Becca, and that guy comes out of the the background with his underwear on and loafers and a jacket over his shoulder and actually thinks he's legitimately going to make some headway like that, you allow him to do it you just step out of the way um she giggled but there's no way that that impressed her no not at all and that is what the chicken guy did do he got up and walked yeah, away like, but 
Yeah, he was like, fine, have at it. <laughs> yeah, but the sad part is he picked a fight with him later. And I just thought, yeah. chicken man, just be quiet. I, I don't think, I don't get, yeah, he, he saw fit to call it disrespectful and say that, you know, it was disrespectful to Becca at her party. An ingenuitous. Uh, <laughs> and what was the word? Uh, Jordan coined another word. Professionality. Uh, yeah, something like yeah. that. His face is my professionality. With my face. Yeah, my professionality with my face. Yeah. He's a, he's, he's a Wilhelmina model. There are only like 100, 100 yeah, of them. Yeah, just 100. 100 oh, my gosh. He's so great. So great. Uh-huh. I hope he goes home, but at the same time, what what's going to happen if he doesn't? We're going to have a little bit of a Melba Toast season. I guess Lincoln will take over and be the bad guy. So from your perspective, if you were if you were a contestant, on Becca's season, yeah. would you have wanted to be on the dodgeball date or on the obstacle course date? Dodgeball date. Why? Well, um, because I think the obstacle course was was one of those things that was borderline humiliating. Mm-hmm. The dodgeball date actually looked fun. The point of the dodgeball date I, I liked was that it was a team event. And you could stand out, but everyone got invited to the party afterward. It wasn't yes. just like one guy. So uh, it, personally, I wouldn't want to put on a tuxedo and risk a knee injury, mm-hmm. um, prove to somebody that I could spend an extra 10 minutes with them um, in, at the end of the evening. So I would prefer the dodgeball day. Would you have wanted to wear hot pink or fluorescent green? Well, I think I, <laughs> <laughs> tuxedo. I, I would have. You want a dodgeball in a tuxedo. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. In our scenes from next week, it shows that someone gets a head injury. Do, who do you think yeah. that is? Um, I don't know. And I have actually purposely been ignoring all media this week because I don't want to know. I want I want it to be a surprise. Do you think it's a fight or do you think it's some kind of random like somebody just trips over yeah. the freaking I think somebody, yes, I think it's that because they do this to us every time where they make it seem like somebody... Well, do you remember when Tia was gro- gravely injured on the uh, the stairwell? Yes, there? I do. Do I you was, remember uh, when Evan had to go to the hospital in Paradise? That was legit, though. Like he had it some was. kind of. <laughs> and and that's when what's her name knew she was in love with him, and now they're married with a kid. I know it's crazy, Isn't and she's that... got dark hair. Ah, uh, love, so great. Yeah. And my, my theory, though, we, we talked about this, is the guy's got his knees up, and I'm just, I think maybe one of them finds out he's pregnant. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? That would be something. Whose baby is it, Harrison? So, uh, have your top three, top five picks changed? Because I think we agree on Garrett, right? Unless he's going to be, I think I said the first time, unless something really derails him. That's and exactly I think what you said. Mm-hmm. Over racism or any politically correct behavior might be that mm-hmm. uh, thing. Uh, so that, but he's still a front runner in my mind. Uh, I think Colton is edging up yes, uh, he once is. he gets over to your hurdle. Uh, I think Blake is up there, but I think he'll fade. That's my take. Remember my sleeper was the chicken guy. I think he's steady. Yeah. He's, kind of, uh, he might be annoying though, if he's a tattler, but it all, well, that's true. And then it also appears that my dark horse pick, Jason, does fairly well. Yes, she likes him. I forget no. his name every time. I call him Mafia Guy, but she likes him. So refresh my memory. I know that um, Electrocuted Matt Damon went home. 
Yes, Electrocuting Mac Damon went home. Ricky, the guy who looks like the wrestler from last year, went home. Bow tie. He wore a bow tie, right? Yes, bow tie Ricky. Yeah. And then Alex, who... Tom Brady. Bless his heart, cried hard when yeah, he didn't he get did. the rose. It was not only speechless, but ugly crying. I think he was overtired, though. He was overtired. It was a long day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then to just get dumped out of nowhere like that. I mean, it was love. He'd known her for 48 hours. Hey, thank y'all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes. And don't forget to check out my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, at your favorite retailer. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. Well, I know that you love you, and you swear that you just don't know why. But you know, when I'm